Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim Adaf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We're now in Masachat Shabbat Daf Tzadi Amud Bet, about to begin our study of the 10th parak, Parak HaMatzniah. And Parak HaMatzniah, which is a short parak, uh, continues to explore the halachot of caring, but uses caring as an opportunity to uh, clarify some of the basic principles of malacha, <coughs> including issues relating to intent, including issues relating to a malacha that uh, could be done by one person is done by two, or could not be done alone and is done by two, and what the various chiyuvim may be. Uh, but we continue here with uh, particularly the shiur of, of intent, as we picked up from the last parak, with the categorization of the hamatsnia, the person who puts something away, demonstrating that even that small amount is of significance to him. So, hamatsnia Somebody puts something away for seed, or to use as a model, or for medicinal purposes, and then he carries it on Shabbat, chayav b'cholshu. Any shiur uh, is significant, and the smallest thing that he puts away is chayav for carrying. But anybody else is only chayav for carrying that thing if it meets the minimal shear, as we've seen over the last few parkim. If after you took it out, you then picked it up and put it back in, then you're not chayav unless you actually did the right amount. So in other words, you thought something was important to you, you picked it up, you took it outside, and then you decided that you didn't want it, and it was smaller than the than the requisite shear, you would not be chayav twice, you'd only be chayav once for hotza'at. Now, why does the Mishnah use hamatzniah? Litni hamotzi. The minute you pick it up and take it out, it shows that it's important to you. So you put it aside because it had some significance, and then you forgot what that significance was. Now you take it out without any particular intent. I might think that you've now cancelled out your original intent, and this thing again goes back to its original status of having no significance because it's too small. So it teaches us that whatever you do follows the first intent. Once you've taken it out, that intent has been fulfilled, and then bringing it back in goes to a new intent, which if you have none, uh, goes to the standard shear. Mayor used to say that if you take one seed out for planting, that you're chayav. So, pshita koshutnan. That's obvious because our Mishnah says if you take something out for planting, it's the smallest amount. So, even one kernel of wheat. So, maudatem akoshutnan. I might have thought that when our Mishnah said koshu, it didn't really mean any small amount. It just meant you don't need to bring a kogret out. It has to be smaller, which is a kazayit. So kamash malan, that koshu really means koshu, and even one kernel is enough. So Yitzchak, right, turns around and asks the following question. If that's the case, that it's all riding on intent, what if your intent is to clear your whole entire house out? You're not chayv till you carry everything out? So, in, meaning it, you're defining shiurim, so let's go lakula also, and say that until you carry up out everything that you intended, you're not chayav. The answer is, hatam adam. Meaning, there's a standard shear of things that are important for people. And that's the shiurim that we've seen. And you have some odd intent 
of clearing your entire house out, which is really not so odd, but it's not a typical act of caring. Therefore, it's negated relative to everybody else's intent. All right. We already saw this earlier. Rishimur said that if I'm matzniah something and you pick it up and take it out, my intent to make that important makes you chayav uh, for carrying it out. Okay. I'm a Rav Rav Nachman. Let's say you took out a grogeret worth for eating, which is the shear. And then you changed your mind, decide you're going to plant it, which now the shear is even smaller. You took out, it took it out for planting, but it's way bigger than the shear for planting. And then you decided, you changed your mind, you decided you wanted to eat it. So that's pshita. That, that's obvious because take either intent and you got a shear. But So Rav Nachman said, no, I had a reason for saying it, or this is our analysis, which is we might have thought that when you pick something up to take it out, and when you put it down out there, you have to have the same intent, and so you have a half Akira and a half Hanacha, and you're no caring. That as long as both of them uh, is a uh, one that would get you Chayav, the fact that you switched intents in the middle doesn't make a difference. Okay, now Rava turns to Rav Nachman and asks, or perhaps he asked this independently when he reported it, what if you took out a half grogrit for planting, which is enough for planting but not enough for eating, and then it got bigger, and then you changed your mind, and you intended to eat, mahu. You could argue that in the first case you were chayev because the zelachi kashiura, zelachi kashiura. Either intent you have the shear because it was kigrogret. But here, when you took it out, it was less than a grogret, so you didn't have shear achila. Maybe you're not chayav because maybe you needed to be blanketed on both sides. But or the other possibility is here, had you not said anything and not changed your mind. After all, your first intent was Zeriah, you already had a Shear, and you carried it out, you'd be Chayav. So now the fact that you changed your intent shouldn't change anything. If you want to follow that chain, since if you would say nothing, and, uh, and you would not change your mind, you would have been Chayav. So so if that's the case, if you want to follow that line, then Hotzik Grogret, let's try a different one. You took out a full Grogret, and it shrunk. And then you changed your mind and said, well, it's so small, I'll plant it. So Here, had you not changed your intent, you wouldn't be Chayev, because you intended to eat it, and then by the time you carried it out and put it down, it was too small for that shear. So Perhaps we just look at right now. And right now, you had intent for Zeria. And it's the Shear of Zriah. And if you want to go to Chumrah there and say we follow the current intent, So let's say you took out a full grogret to eat. And while it was in your hand, it shrunk, and then it regrew. Mahu. It re-puffed up. Now we're borrowing a concept from Korbanot. Do we say that the fact that in the middle of carrying it was too small for the Shear? This is all for Achila. And, and then it got back. The fact that at one moment it got too small, it was Nidche, and it was out, 
Or do we say that we don't care as long as the moment of Akiran Hanachaya Devapashir Yachayam? And the answer to that is Teku. Following the Rambam's approach, of course, we would uh, find Chayav for all the earlier cases because we followed that line of reasoning in each uh, logical fork. Okay, Ba'amine Rav Rav Nachman. So Rav Atun Rav Nachman asks, What if you have a Kazayat Truma? So remember, the Shear for caring is Grogrit, which is bigger than a Kazayat. And the shear for tumat ochlin is kibetza, which is much bigger than a kazayit. So let's say you had a kazayit, which is the smallest of all, of truma, and you threw it into a house which is tamay, a house where a mate was, let's say. Mahu. What's the halacha? So it says, Lamayu. What area of halacha are you asking? Ilinyan Shabbat. If you're asking, is he chayav for Shabbat? Grogret bayinan. You need to carry a grogret. Ilinyan tumah. If it's for tumah, kibetza ochlin bayinan. It has to be even bigger. No, food is not makabal tumah until it's kibetza. The answer is the Olam Linyan Shabbat. He was asking about Shabbat. Here's the case. There's less than a Kibetza in the house already. This Kazayid, together with that, makes a Kibetza. And now you've got enough for Tumah. My, what's his question is, since this Kazayid will join the rest and make something tome. So this kazayit has significance. Mechayv namelinyan Shabbat. So therefore, its significance carries over to Shabbat. Odoma kolinyan Shabbat can grow grapainan. Or you could argue that any case of uh, Shabbat, you need a, a full grogrit on its own. So I'm related to Nitua. Amashol Omer, Shteyalachim Lachavanim, Shuran can grow grit. The answer is that Abashol said that the shear for caring, Shteyalachim Lachim Aponim, things that only belong in the Azarah. Is kigrogerit, and according to your reasoning, v'amai lema midelinyan yotze bechazayit. Why don't you say that since for the iser of yotze of taking something outside of the precincts of the azara, the shear is kazayit. Therefore, it's since kazayit has significance for Shabbat, it also has significance. So it must be the case that throwing this small amount into the house, even though it's going to be starei for tuma, is not chayav for Shabbat because Shabbat you have to have the Shabbat shear. So his answer is hachiyashda. The two aren't the same. The minute you take it out of the walls of the azara, you've already violated yotze, but you're not mishut arabim yet. Which is afhar bayit. So um, and so therefore they happen at two different stages. And here, Shabbat and Tumah happen at the same time, the minute that the food comes to rest in the house next to the other food. And so therefore it's possible that here you would be chayav for this smaller shiur because it's joining the rest. Okay, The end of the Mishnah said that even the Matzniah, who then decides to bring it back in the house, is only chayav if it's a proper shiur. So Pshita, that should be obvious. Let's say you threw it into a, sh- a shed or a storehouse, and you could see exactly where it was. Since its place is recognized, meaning the place you took it from is recognized like a, a spot that's empty, and you threw it back there, maybe it retains its old status that you gave it by taking it out. The answer is that when you throw it in there, you have negated its significance, and uh, it goes back to the regular shear, and you're not chayav till you have that sure. Okay, we will continue uh, with our study of Paracon Stay in the next podcast. We should have a wonderful day.